to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of these news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, I have a very special guest, a recurring guest, and this time it is none other than Captain Jay of the Crow's Nest. We're going to be talking Sea of Thieves news, the update, some of our thoughts on the lore, all that and more in this week's episode of Keel Hauled Podcast. How you doing, man? How has how has Sea of Thieves been treating you? Sea of Thieves has been very kind to me. I've, I've had my ups and downs with the game. Um, just trying to just trying to balance work and play. So sometimes I'm I'm farther away than I want to be, but it's been good. I can't... That's good. And so, um, have you gotten a chance to really dive into this update? Um, the most recent update with the community with the Legends of the Seas, I have. I've been kind of like living vicariously through other people and just kind of watching them like re-explore or just you know find for the first time the the commemorations of players in game. But the yeah. first one I had to start with was my own. I, I had to start with that. That's the that's the one that I was like I'm going to start with. Has has it been pretty cool to kind of see like um, see other people kind of come across yours and stuff. Yeah, it's been it's been kind of crazy because um like the the original logo was always there. Like it had been sitting there for for quite some time. Um and just to kind of like the little dialogue text just to kind of give it life like that and you know, even like name drop my own name. I was like, "Whoa." And people were like, "Oh my god, I know that so and so." But it's been That's awesome. You're cutting off just a little bit at the end of your sentences. I know I you know with New York you you generally have uh a lot of sound and stuff coming. Oh from there. yes, there's there's a lot. So I'll I'll be mindful of that. Oh no worries. Uh, how is the weather out there? Is it you guys dealing with a lot of a lot of snow and stuff? Uh, it's actually kind of sunny today. Um, it was kind of crappy last weekend. Uh, oh. Last weekend was all like slushy rain, snow oh. mix. So it's been uh, been better today. Oh god, I, I used to hate that in Alaska. Um, sorry, weird detour, <laughs> but. I was just thinking about it and I was like, you know, we actually had like really nice, it's like raining outside right now. I, I actually really been loving the sound of the rain, just kind of hearing outside the window. But the more it's I was thinking relaxing. about it. It's very relaxing. Oh man, it's so good. It's, it's, it reminds me of, of back when like Sea of Thieves was really, really new and everyone was pretty kind of, kind of hesitant to really mess around with each other. And you could go on like to an island and just chill there for a long time without really yes. getting yes. messed with. Right, I you kinda, could just sit on the island and just kind of explore, or, or yeah. not just even explore, just kind of let the world go by around you. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, oh gosh, who was it that had that mixer channel that was playing all the time? And it was like they were. It was playing, were, yeah, it was playing all the time. And it was always just like an island and it was just like a view and you yeah. just saw stuff go by. It was so cool. Oh man, it was so good. It, and it was an actual person with their with like on an island like you would see ships sail by from time to time and they were just using like a one of the macros to to use an emote over and over so it kept resetting that 15 minute time frame but yeah man i i kind of miss i kind of miss those days where the simpler days the simpler days yeah yeah it's it wasn't all about making sure that you hit your commendations and you you go pirates and you 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 know you're dealing with all the stuff it was like you know we just kind of chilled for a while and that yeah that that was a good time 
Um, now there's like a rush to everything. It's like, all right, come on, let's go. Move, move, move. Oh man, have you noticed the 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 commendations, the sneaky time time limited commendations they've been sticking into the updates now? Uh, sort of, sort of, in in the sense of like, I have I have mixed feelings about that. Um, I mean, like I was saying before, like I have I have limited playtime. Um, so so when I see things like that, I'm just there, like, all right, I get it, but oh man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of a a, a bummer because it, it I think it started last update where when you had to go and get all the gifts and stuff turned in to get the extra doubloons for that commendation, and I was like, ah, well, I you know I got what I got the other stuff taken care of. There's nothing really too major. I did all the voyages and stuff, and then they're like, oh, you got to turn in all the gifts to get these two time limited cos mm-hmm. commendations, and I was like, ah, oh, you got to be kidding me. And the same thing with this one too. Like you gotta, you gotta go and turn in a certain amount of stuff to the mass stranger over at Reaper's hideout. And and if you yep. don't, then say goodbye then to those doubloons. So I don't know. I'm starting to, I'm starting to think that maybe just, just because the amount of stuff that you can go out and like it, it's not too hard to get 50 doubloons anymore. It, it's not like yeah, it's how not, it used not, to be, right? It's not. It's not difficult by any means to to do it, but um, I don't know. I I think. I mean, hmm. like I'm at a toss up because it's like, all right, what are you really spending doubloons on? You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sitting on I'm sitting on a horde of doubloons, um, and some people you know drop them every every update, uh, mm-hmm. and I think that's cool. Some some of the skins are some of the skins are worthwhile, and the other skins you know you pass on you pass on them when you want to pass on. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I'm just like I want something bigger. I want something bigger out of the doubloons. Yeah, the 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 whole doubloon thing has definitely felt like a like a weird shift in focus for currency in the game. Like it, it definitely yeah. feels like we've kind of like everyone's got gold now. Which everyone's is... got gold. Everyone has ancient coins now, for the most part. For the most part, and I and I don't want to say everyone because that is something that you can buy or you know acquire in game if you find the um, ancient skellies, which is not exactly easy to do either. And it's not I like they're haven't... dropping thousands of the gold. I still yeah, haven't I, seen a single one. I haven't seen one either. <laughs> I'm I'm still say, I, I see people. Yeah, I, I see people like drop screenshots and drop like little videos, like "Oh, look what I found," and I'm just there, like that's cool. <laughs> I'm like a, uh, yeah, I, I guess, and that's what I mean. I'm like living vicarious, and I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. yeah, I haven't seen that yet, but that's cool. Yeah, I've definitely, uh, I've been, I've been hoping that at some point I'll actually run into one of those guys. But yeah, it's it's interesting with um with with having Reaper's chest. The you know, it's funny. Like it, for a while, I was really gunning towards just getting as many doubloons as I can, and now that mm-hmm. I'm sitting around mm-hmm. like 4K, I feel pretty comfortable with right with what just I've sitting got. just sitting on top of it you just parked on top of it you're like yep this is cool yeah yeah so but i i will say the one thing that this update has going for it that i think is really funny is and you know i don't know if this is is intentional but it is definitely the result um there you know the you know the loading screens and the loading screens are basically like the tutorial for this update yeah, and, absolutely. That's it. Just just kind of gives you a direction. Like this is what you should be doing. Yeah, yeah it's little with its little titles on the bottom. Yep. 
Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's funny because I, if, 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 if any other game is similar to this one, in a sense, I usually get up and like go to the bathroom or get a drink or something like while the game is like loading in. And and by the time oh, I get be, back, you'd be absolutely lost. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't really know what's going on. So I've been hearing and seeing stories of other people who are, um, loving the fact that people are grabbing these reapers chests these gold chests and taking them to outposts and not and not being able to turn them in because not they, being able to turn them in and just sitting around like i'm just gonna drop this <laughs> off i don't know what to do with it i'm leaving <laughs> yeah and it's true because like sometimes you check your map and there's just like a reaper's chest chilling at ancient spire outpost and you're like what and someone yeah. just left it behind yeah, because they just they didn't they either weren't looking or they didn't find out or they didn't reach read the patch notes and stuff. So you've got all these like people running around with these gold chests and trying to like 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 they're getting chased and they're getting booked over to these mm-hmm. outposts mm-hmm. and then they get killed and then they're like oh I couldn't figure out where to turn it in. It's like well, yeah, I didn't know what to, to do. It's like you're <laughs> the wrong place. You're at the wrong yep. place. That's a- so. Do you think um, do you think that 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 rare needs to do more to try and inform players outside of just those loading screens or do you think that people just need to pay more attention like who, who's um, kind of at fault on that i i think um no i think i think the game is f- totally fine i think players do need to pay a little bit more attention um and and like i understand um I understand how some people, you know, want that want that pop up in game, but then I just think of, you know, I just think of other games in the past where it's just been clutter on the screen. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like pop up, pop up, pop up, and you know, you just get so used to seeing pop ups pop up that you just go by and just, you know, close them all out, and then you kind of just skip the point anyway, just because it's distracting from the game. So I think their I think their minimalist approach was really cool. I wish the Maiden Voyage was there at launch um i think that would have you know helped out a lot of people with their gripes like what do i do in the game i have no idea what to do in this game um yeah and i think i think the maiden voyage helps that out but even even um i don't know like i know i know like the maiden voyage is optional for people who have been playing whereas people who are starting up for the first time you know they get they get basically pushed into the maiden voyage which is perfect that's that's how it should have been um and i don't know if I don't know if they can do anything besides those little, you know, little tutorials, if you will, at, at the loading screen. I don't know if they can do anything besides that without overcomplicating the core, the core game. You know what I mean? Because the the core game was very simple in its approach, and it was just, you know, you're in it, and that's it. And I think yeah. the more you kind of pop, you know, the more you thrown into the game, once you're out of the main, uh, out of the maiden voyage, I think it just takes away from from the intentional or from the original vision for the game. So I, I was talking with a buddy of mine um, and, and the, uh, a couple of them are devs and they were kind of talking about some of their frustrations with the game. And, and I love when they mm-hmm. tell me about their frustrations because they they understand like how how actual game development works. So for yeah. them to say like they could do this, I'm like, OK, well, they're looking at it from a developer perspective where it's like, OK, it can't take too much effort to try and do this and this yeah. would actually solve it. So one of the things that they actually suggested, either well, either they suggested it or I suggested it, I can't remember, but collectively we came to an agreement that if you grab a Reaper's chest, they could take mm-hmm. the note that they use for like the cargo and where to deliver it and stick it 
on the Reaper's chest. So when you grab it, you could grab it or you could read the note. And oh, if you read the note, okay. it says it'll take kind of point in the direction. Yeah. yeah. It'll kind so of that point way. in the right direction. I, I, you see something like that. That's such a subtle touch. And it's, and it's not anything far-fetched because it does already exist within the world with the Merchant Alliance. I think something like that would be perfect. I yeah. think something like that would, would just legitimately cut down on so many issues. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of those things where like you're you're already taking into account that people probably aren't going to read the loading screens and because of that you want to give like that supplemental information and and if they don't talk to Duke because they they may not care like what he has or they may not think like oh I should check in with this dude every month and they don't like right ah, I don't actually know how many people talk to him in the sense that they they do something other than just checking his shop like right i mean i think i think a lot of his dialogue a lot of his context from like what's going on i mean most recently i mean it's it's all types of strange with him but i don't think i don't know if many people care i think just you know they click through and they just look for his inventory and they're like i want this i don't want like i don't care for that and goodbye i'll see you next update like that you know Mm -hmm. yeah so maybe maybe the idea of feeding people content or like update news in a more emergent way with like a note on this like if found please deliver to reaper's hideout might yeah. help i think i think of. that could work i think that could work yeah i think it could yeah so um yeah so duke's back he <laughs> that's kind of a weird a Duke weird scenario back. now yeah and uh i don't know what's going on <laughs> so stitcher jim's gone um the mass stranger is back uh we're doing some cool stuff as far as like checking out pirate legend con or not pirate legend but legends of the sea stuff legends of the seas yes yeah which i i absolutely i really love that i think it's a, a great great way to kind of bring attention to some some really awesome people in the community but um to kind of jump back into where i was going with this is reaper's hideout um Remember how a, a while back, last time we talked, we were kind of talking about the some of the things that we would love to see come to Sea of Thieves. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. one of the things that we both agreed on um, was kind of like a safe space for people to be able to, to, to hang out, like a, a non-PVP zone that people could actually talk about. Yep, and, I need my Tortuga. I need my yeah. Tortuga. And, and the, the idea of actually like building up a town or at least building up a structure and we're actually getting that like it, it kind of clicked the other day when i was thinking about it and i was like hey you know what we actually reaper's hideout is a new fort that's getting built yeah yeah it's, it'd be cool to see like because i mean you do have you do have i don't want to say it's well i mean it's big enough you know, it's it's big enough of a location, and you know, they they could always just build upon it and like you know swing it outwards with like you know overhangings over the ocean or whatever it might be. Um, oh, be cool. But I think I think it's cool to see it. Yeah, I, I think it's cool to see it kind of grow because the Sea Dog Tavern in game is is awesome, but it's just the exterior. It's just the facade of the building. When you think about it, I mean, you don't actually see the inside of the Sea Dog Tavern unless you load into the arena. Um, yeah. And I think that I think that kind of takes away from uh, from what the Sea Dog Tavern could have been. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, oh, it's a it's a cool spot, but it's essentially uh, just something pretty to look at or sail on by. Like no one really stops there for 
any reason. Yeah, yeah. There's there's really not a whole lot of reason to go there unless you're you're trying to trying to actually build something using the the facility as opposed to the facility itself being the draw. And uh, right, I mean they have that they have that that little race which is cool. I, I think they should do more of that throughout the world. Um, yeah, at, at that location, that's that's cool. Um, I haven't completed it. I tried it. I tried doing it backwards for uh, for the fun of it, and that went horribly wrong. Uh, I don't recommend it. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried doing the backwards route and realized that there was a front a front or a, a standard route. And when I did the standard way, I was yeah. like, "Oh man, I've been doing it hard the the whole time." Right. I was like, <laughs> "Where does this start?" Like, oh, that's what the bells are for. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. So um, I wanted to to ask because I mean, if you look back at some of the original uh, content that they that they they put out in videos and stuff, um, they've showed like the old images and stuff. There was always that one that stuck out in my mind of Smuggler's Bay and how Smuggler's Bay had like a fort on on it, and yeah. I always I always thought I was like, oh man, it would be so cool if they actually like built a fort on smugglers bay that you could take and defend and we're kind of getting like a new fort that is that's we don't similar know. in that in that right we don't know we don't know the extent of it just yet but the fact that it's clearly like if you look around the island you can clearly see it, it has the makings of a fort like the foundation itself of a fort is visible so yeah. to what extent is it going to be a fort is it going to be just an area um for emergent pvp or its own i, I have no idea what's going to happen there yeah it, it, it's going to be really interesting to see what it's used for and i think this is a much kind of cooler way of going about adding a fort than just like snapping your Dropping fingers yeah. yeah having the molten fortress just pop up out of nowhere in right, the worst, right. worst that's, possible that's, place right that's that's one that, that always comes to mind i still True story. I still have not done Molten Sands Fortress uh, in the live game. I just haven't. I, I haven't have either. It only because, first <laughs> off, yeah, I was going to say it's so far away. It's never active. And I'm like, yeah. if it is, if it is active, I just look at the map and I'm like, no. <laughs> you know? I'm like, I'm like way over. I'm like way over on the shores of plenty. And I'm just looking across. I'm like, I got to sail all that. No, not happening. <laughs> You're like doing okay, the I know math. it sounds awful. Of me, the but I the just calculations. Like, no. Right. Well, I'm like, that's I mean, like. That's that's so much sailing. There's so many rocks in the way. No, I don't want to do that. If you think about the time it would take to actually sail over there, if you didn't get hit by a kraken, a skeleton ship, a megalodon, or other pirates, right. exactly, exactly. I'm just like, why would I do that? Why would I? Why would I sail all the way over there just to? First off, I'm like solo slooping half the time. So yeah. just to sail over there and like come across a galleon who's just gonna absolutely dunk on me, I'll be like, why would I do that? That's so far away. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention like the surviving volcanoes and stuff. The no, one time, that. the one time that I did go over, or I, the one time I did try to actually go do that for, I was in the ancient wilds, and I and I started sailing over. This was back before they moved the um the 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 actual uh, ships, sh- sh- uh, the fleet encounters closer into the actual areas. Oh yes. So when when they actually like it it, it went up. And I started to sail out there. By the time I hit Devil's Roar and got like halfway from the edge of Devil's Roar to Molten Fortress, it despawned. So, oh my god! Right, it's just so far. That's okay. it's so <laughs> physically. It's literally tucked away. It's just so tucked away. 
Yeah. And and again, with with everything else going on in that environment, it's mm-hmm. just a whole it's a whole bag of nope. Like that's it. You just look at it and you're like, no, no, absolutely not. And if you're, and again, if you're solo sleeping, forget it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was thinking, um, because Reaper's hideout is building itself up into a fort and at some point in time, it's either going to be a PVE fort or a PVP fort. Who knows what, uh, it could just be a giant tall tale for all I know. Right. Right. It could just be a giant tall tale, a giant, uh, well, I hope not. I mean, I feel like that would be so <laughs> underwhelming. I hope not. It probably. I mean, don't won't. get me wrong. I love tall tales, but I've but to just see it kind of grow, you know, grow into another tall tale. What if? What if it was a fort and the key unlocked a tall tale, and you had to go down into this this tavern, kind of, or not even a tavern, but just like a cave system, and the cave system led you down into a tall tale that you had to work out. Ready? I'm and, gonna make it. I'm gonna make it very despicable, and then you tie in time limited commendations to complete the. Fort. Oh my god! I hate you. And then people would lose would their mind. Why would you even <laughs> suggest that? You you give it like you give it like a two week time frame <laughs> in order to complete this, in order to get the commendations and like an exclusive oh, skin and title, and people would freak out. I think the amount of PvP around that area would be insane. People would not work together at all. It would be horrible. You drop one key, one creep, yeah. like just one key only, and and that's it. Um, oh, that's that's just me, just like wanting to see the world burn. <laughs> that's just that's just me, just being super evil. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I could do- I could totally see that. It, it would be one of two ways: either it would be complete chaos, or it would be the most cooperative, like euphoric experience you've ever encountered in sea of thieves better than anything that like the hungering deep ever created like just people would be coming together and like passing fruit and playing playing instruments above it and there'd be like a small group of of people fending off skeletons and stuff and then there'd be a big group hug right in front of the door as you opened up the key and you all just kind of walked hand in hand if you as you went down into the tall tale or there or it would just and there i am in the corner with the yeah, there I am in the corner with the stronghold barrel, just like I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Who brought this? Who is this guy? Why did we right, replace? Like, hey, why is that guy going for the barrel? Oh no, I'm just moving it. Don't worry. <laughs> why did we replace Will with this new guy? Like he doesn't even know the plan. Yeah, I could definitely see that being an interesting, interesting event. It's kind of like it's kind of like Fort of the Damned on steroids. <laughs> it's kind of what it is. Have you done a Fort of the Damned recently? Uh, recently, no. When it first came out, yes, I have. I I actually tried to the other day. I tried to approach. Uh, there was a brigantine. I was in a sloop. I was in an alliance the other day with mm-hmm. uh, with the galleon and whatnot. Um, Care Bear. And I tried. Yeah, I tried to. <laughs> I tried to. Well, that wasn't my choice, but I knew I was. <clears throat> excuse me. I knew I was outmatched. Um, like I was outgunned from. The- yeah. So I, I joined up their alliance and they were doing something. I was like, all right, cool. I could use I could use the gold. Why not? Um, I keep dropping my gold on like player, you know, player clothing and tattoos and like every that's that's what I spend my money <laughs> on. Ship like as far as ship cosmetics go, I don't touch those. I have my, my go to ship cosmetics. But as far as player, you know, player equipment, player outfits, player all that stuff, I drop all my money on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other day I was, um, I was approaching and there was a brig there and they were not happy about me getting even remotely close. Not even close. <laughs> so I tried to, I tried to get up close and be like, "Hey, 
let's join, you know, let's join together. Like you guys are here. I'll, I'll help out. But no, they gave me, they gave me a 21 gun salute and I was like, all right, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a wall of cannonballs just coming my way (laughs) as they approached. And I was like, uh, no, (laughs) quickly anchor turned out of there. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, there's, oh man, there's, there's so, and now if you get too close and they're, they're ready for it and they have cursed cannonballs, it's, it's, could basically be end end game right there like yeah and then you throw it you throw in the fire bombs into the mix forget it it's over fire bombs fire bombs have turned this game into chaos when something goes wrong on the ship it's just chaos when something goes wrong yeah like i love i love using them i hate getting hit by them oh yeah it's so frustrating when you get like Oh yeah fire bombs they're 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 amazing and i love them but i hate them at the same time and at, at at one point i'm just like we need to leave at least like one hole in the ship just so that i can run downstairs and grab water and splash myself because the yep. fire bombs are getting ridiculous the uh, and, and the best part is sometimes when you're extinguishing the flames themselves you know you're dropping tons of water on it and it's just this tiny little pixel that just decides to stay ablaze and you're like why why are you still on and then it'll just you know it'll just spread start, to the next thing you're like spreading. what is happening <laughs> yeah it's like how 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 did you like set the whole ship like ablaze like from this one tiny little pixel that was like i refuse to go out yeah so we've ah uh, yeah there's there's been a lot of interesting stuff that's come to the to the game one thing that um i was talking about with my friends that uh, i wanted to kind of get some more opinions on is uh they suggested that the best way to fix double gun is just to remove the ability to hold two guns and I came back with the argument of solo slooping with um, with with gold skeletons on the top of Old Faithful Isle. You know the the classic mm-hmm. like yeah. worst case scenario why you would why you would justify having double gun. And they they pointed out they're like, well, you got fire bombs now, you got fire grenades that you could wipe out metal skeletons with, and you've got uh, gunpowder barrels you can still grab and and stick on your ship and then take up there and stuff. And I was like. Ah, uh, you know, I I have a hard time arguing now that we have so many other tools at our at our at, at our disposal to want to to have to have double guns. Like I feel like you could force people to have sword and one type of gun, and that would effectively kill the need to try and balance out a double gun scenario, and it, and it would also tick off a lot of uh, Call of Duty players, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely, myself included. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a little bit of devil's advocate. Not really, but I would say the only way that you could essentially force somebody into doing sword and one other type of uh, firearm would be if you had another option besides sword. I would say give us another type of melee weapon that we can yeah. choose. Like if you had like a boarding axe, for example, that every, you know the community has been talking about that for for ages. It feels like if you had boarding axe that did one thing and sword that did something else, and then you know how you have different, I guess, scenarios for for firearms. You could do something similar with with uh, close combat weapons. I think that would be cool. Yeah. Now, what if they? What if they? Because um, I, I, I mean, we've talked about boarding axes in the past and all the possible inter- iterations that they could make with them. What do you think of like a billy club kind of scenario where where you get like a? I'm, I'm totally just, for it. Yeah, 
where we're in and so how do you feel about it is is if they actually made it stun you like if you could actually swing your billy club and it actually kind of bonked you on the head and made you a little and made you what if it instead of stunning you it just made you like woozy the way you are when you're drunk when you're drunk um i would be uh let me think i would be totally okay with that and I think, and I think, okay, so there's, again, I, I know I get a lot of flack for it online and stuff when I've said it, but I still wanted, I still wanted like roles in the game. You know what I mean? So I think by introducing something like that, where it adds like a, another layer of strategy to the game, but again, I can see it. I can see it being abused. I can see it being abused. You know, if like you, you roll up against four players and they're all carrying billy clubs and they're all just <laughs> stunning you to death. And again, it does, it does no, let's say it doesn't do any damage, but it just stuns. You just get yeah. stun locked, you know, and that's, and to get stun locked in a game, um, if that's never happened to you in the past, it's frustrating. Oh, totally. Yeah. I, I deal with it in other games and I absolutely hate it. And exactly. I'm constantly, constantly yelling and, and getting frustrated. And right. Right. To it, get but... stun locked in a video game. If you, if you've played the game where you just get stun locked, it's just frustrating. You know, you're just there and you're like ready to throw your keyboard. You're like, all right, that's it. What, what am yeah. I doing? What am I doing? I can't do anything. Yeah. Um, it's like, I, I mean, not... there's a, there's a part. Yeah. Like it's, it's just frustrating on another level, but there's a part of me that would love to see, you know, like, that layer of strategy and like some of the ideas that people have come up with for something like the boarding axe, like, you know, oh, well, the boarding axe could do this and the sword can do that. And then let's say you add in like the billy club, it could do, you know, whatever it might be. You're just giving players tools. I mean, essentially, you know, there's, they're all about tools, not rules. Give us just, you know, let us, I guess, kind of dictate the flow of the game with, with a lot of things. Um, and, you know, balance, balance accordingly. Um, I know right now, like the sword is going through, uh, I, I guess Teen, teenage I, I, years. I, yeah, I mean, I I don't like the sword right now. I mean, as far as as far as the sword play right now in the game, it's it's not fun for me in even in the slightest. No, it feels um, terrible. It, it's very clunky. Um, there's this horrible, and I'm sure everyone has who's played the game has seen it. There's this horrible pause. I don't know what it is when you switch over to sword and you try to sword dash, you try to do anything, just nothing happens and you're like oh yeah oh okay and you're just gonna sit there like oh like this doesn't you know make the difference and you know between living or dying in the game yeah um, so having... it's, it feels very clunky um and again you know they have to they have to fine-tune it i don't know i was okay with it in the past <laughs> i don't know what happened <laughs> i know i don't know, yeah, I don't know I... if i was just spamming it way too much like i don't like when well, that... you know when i've seen when i've seen the things like and and, and again this is me speaking as you know content creator see if these partner you know, like sometimes I just see certain certain changes. I'm like, these are awesome. And then sometimes I see other changes. I'm like, but why? <laughs> you know, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I, th I thought it was OK. I mean, I don't know. I don't again. I don't know. their you know, I don't know their 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 analytics. I don't know the telemetry on certain things. I have no idea what what the behind the scenes look looks like, you know, as yeah. far as their data goes. But for me, certain things in the past felt OK. And to see a change, I'm just there like, why? Why, though? Yeah, it's true. Like we, we obviously we we only get a small portion, and a lot of our experience is completely right, an right. anecdotal. Anecdotal. And wait. No, yeah. I think you got it. Anecdotal. Yep. <laughs> Man, uh, sorry. Anyone listening to this may not realize this, but it's seven thirty-five in the morning for me. Um, I have not. Is, yes. Yeah, I He's haven't gotten to sleep yet. Fumes. I've got a couple of coffee, fumes. but that's about it. Um, so, but uh, shoot, I just forgot. Oh, oh, so with like we've, we've recently, yep. yeah. 
anecdotally, a lot of people have say, stated a few things that I've, I've, I've heard and not necessarily in relation to like weapons and stuff, but a lot of people have been talking about how, you know, the seas have been dead. Like no one's been playing the game. They can't find any ships on any servers. And then other people are like, mm -hmm. oh, I found plenty of ships and I stole a bunch of Athenas and stuff. So we, um, to kind of transition out of weapons, I, I feel like at some point we're, we're going to see some new stuff come in and I'm hoping that we'll get some of that fluid nature that we had with the sword back. I think that there's just a couple, couple things that need to, to probably address and that'll, that'll get cleared up. But, um, to, yeah, to get to, so. to kind of get back to that anecdotal evidence that, that we, that I wanted to touch on, we got, um, a dev update this week from Joe talking about yep. uh, some bugs that came in, which was nice uh, that they, that they fixed a couple big, big recognition bugs about being able to turn in Athena chests to uh, yeah, the mass strangers. So. Even with the Reaper's chest, I think it was right. I think, I think it was. Reaper's yeah. Chest too. Yeah. Those ones. Yeah. It's, it's nice that they're, that they're kind of keeping an eye on that. But uh, Joe talked about um, opt out crossplay and how they were looking at the data for 24 hours of playing and how many people had decided to opt out had and decided I, to opt out yep yeah and and we're we're talking single digit numbers here it's it's not it's it's one of those things where it was not many people it was right it was sub 10% i think it was um it was like 7.9 or something yeah yeah it was something it was something tiny and when you i guess again I mean, to us, the number seems tiny. It's all relative to how many people are actually playing the game. So 7% um, could still be, you know, tens of thousands of people. I mean, you have no idea given yeah. their overall tally. Um, but, the, but I mean, I guess it's reassuring that it's only 7%. I don't know what 7%, you know, I don't know what that number is of, you know, I don't know what 7% of whatever, you know, X. Yeah. Sounds like math class. But uh, yeah, but yeah so, I guess so it's reassuring. The thing that I wanted to to kind of address, and and this is this is not to kind of dig on on um, the numbers that they supplied or or anyone that delivered the numbers, but this is something I would be interested to touch on again in six months when more people know about opt out, and we have six months worth of data to to take a look at because looking ah, at the long term, yep, yeah, looking at twenty four hours. And then, and especially for a feature that was buried in, in uh, patch notes and has like one small identifier at the top left corner uh, after you log in that says right. you're sailing you with all in, players. Yeah, playing with all, yeah, sailing with all players, playing with all players. Yep. Yeah. And it, like having that little bit of information, I don't think is enough to advertise outside of like if, if people aren't like, I don't read patch notes for every game I play, uh, only maybe a couple. So exactly. Likewise, I I'm, I'm glad that they, that the, the, the message that I got from the developer update was, is that they assumed most people would probably stick with crossplay, and that they mm -hmm. were, it felt like it was a little more justified based on the analytics that they pulled for 24 hours. I want to revisit that in like six months down the line after everyone's kind of had an opportunity to find it naturally or find out about it, you know, uh, through someone else telling them about it and then say like, okay, well, based on the concurrency of players over the last six months, this percentage of, of the player base has decided to opt out on a regular basis when they go sailing and see like, okay, 
are are Xbox players enjoying the the option that they've been given to be able to opt out, or is this purely something that is is just for a small niche uh, group of of Xbox players that want to have that that fair play at heart? So right, I mean, I think you're right because. Uh, right now we we're going off the seven percent, right? We know it's seven point. Uh, I think it's seven point five or whatever it was. We're going off seven point five percent. But what was that? You know, what's that was after twenty four hours? What's that number today? What's that number next week? Is it going to grow? Is it going to fall? And I think you're right. You have to take a look at it um, over a six month period. Um, I have not opted out. I play on I play on PC pretty much all the time, just because it makes more sense for me. It's more comfortable for me, um, mm-hmm. even though even though I could probably get you know. Uh, I guess a more consistent frame rate. I mean, my graphics card is is old. Um, it's a GTX 970, so it's kind of outdated. I mean, it still does work, and I can still play it on fairly high settings. Um, maybe with like shadows turned down just by a notch or two. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know. I think you have to. I think you have to see it in the long term. I think you're right because I don't. I don't opt out. Um, the only game that I have opted out for is. Um, in the past was Call of Duty, the most recent Call of Duty, um, only because I think, you know, first person shooters are a totally different ballpark Well, the, in see, terms of like mouse and keyboard versus controller. I'm, I'm going to push back on you about that because uh, when I do dun, play, dun, dun. when I do play, I know, right? <laughs> when I have been playing <laughs> Modern Warfare, I've been playing uh, with crossplay and it, it's like it, I don't I still get owned it, it, and really. And, yeah, because I look at the list and the list is like a mix of different people, you know, and I'm not paying attention to necessarily like whose name's attached to what console, but I I can definitely say that I'm getting killed by people who are playing on controller just just through the sheer design of how they've managed to get how, the yeah. the aim assist with controllers uh, just their just their own settings, just how just how yeah. twitchy they are. Yeah. So, in in and obviously the game is helping them out to to an extent. And if With you could, a bit of the aim assist, yeah, yeah. If you could tweak that, like we had, um, we had aim assist uh, kind of tweaked when they they did some of the more recent updates in Sea of Thieves. With the harpoons to make it a little bit easier to harpoon mm. like something. If they could just apply that to guns, then I feel like console players would f- kind of feel like they're getting closer to that that disparaging or that disparity between mouse and keyboard and console players. Because, uh, like for me, at the end of the day, I I enjoy having the crossplay, not because I'm, you know, quote unquote owning Xbox players. Like I fight all yeah. pirates. I don't ever think about like what they're playing on when I'm fighting them. I'm usually just trying to stay alive and get You're their right. stuff. Um, but if, if rare can actually learn something or, or I don't, that makes me sound bad that to say that they're learning something, but if they can, no, no, I know what you're trying to say. Like, I get it. It's, it's yeah. not a derogatory comment. It's just, you know, if they can, if they could take something away from it, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, it's it's like if they could pull something from what Modern Warfare is doing to keep the balance with crossplay for their strictly shooter, first person shooter game, and adapt that to Sea of Thieves to to try and improve the the play, then I you know I kind of hope that that would be something that would entice people who are tired of fighting against PC players on console, yeah. uh, a, a chance or a reason to kind of join back into the crossplay. Because at the at the end of the day, the reason I want co- crossplay is to try and make sure that people aren't locked out of playing with others 
because yeah. of the the situation that they're in. Like, I, I don't have an Xbox. I'm probably going to pick up the next console when it comes out so I can put it in the living room, play casually. But at the end of the day, I've always been like more of a PC gamer because of Blizzard and stuff. So that's just right, kind, of, right. kind of where I landed with this game. So I, it's one of those things like I, I appreciate that Rare wanted to come out and, um, and, and kind of share that information about it, but it didn't feel like it was like, it didn't feel like it was a, a valid enough uh, information for us to really like assess like how, how valuable is crossplay right now? Cause I, I still think that. Right. I mean, cause I think the numbers are going to change. I think you're right. I think the numbers are going to change as time goes. So going into the, de- the dev update, um, we're kind of in a weird situation right now. Uh, and, and I wanted to, to kind of bring you on not only as a friend and a fellow pirate um, and a lore but as hound, a critic, <laughs> but, as a, but as a critic, how do you feel about Rare changing their desires to release dev updates on a weekly basis? How does how do you deal with that? I think um, hmm. I'll let you decide okay. how much you so, want to get into it, but. You, right, right. Because I, I have I have strong opinions about this, uh, and not not in a negative sense. I'm just saying I have strong opinions. Um, I think it is the right move because um, sometimes uh, the the dev updates on a weekly basis. Some weeks were much more packed with information than others. So I think by chopping it down, it allows each episode to be, I guess, that much more impactful, like that much more full of information um, by cutting it down rather than doing it on a, on a weekly basis. Um, I think, sorry, I'm losing my voice. I oh, think no, I that, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I have to, I have to pause every now and then and be like, this is the moment you breathe. Um, I think <laughs> that they correctly like identified that, you know, the game has been out for a while. The game has been out. It's going to be coming up on two years two now. Years now. It's crazy. And yeah. I think that, I think it's, it's smart for them to kind of cut back the, the information or like the drip of information because you know, most people are playing your game at that point. It's not like it's, you know, it's not like we're running up to release date where it was just, you know, tons of interviews, tons of like news articles, tons of stuff coming out. Um, that's mm-hmm. like, that's, that's when you saw like a peak of information. Um, and of course you have like the peak of information every time there's a new update, uh, like a big update, like hungry deep curse sales, something like that. But like these smaller, like week to week in between those really, really big updates, I think they should take the time off to, uh, you know, to, to make each episode, each weekly update or bi-weekly update, whatever it is now. I think they, they should take the time to, to I guess, make each episode more meaningful. Because um, sometimes, you know, there's a little bit of overlap in information or it's just a little, it's just a little slow. Yeah. So um, with, with the, uh, so it, it's interesting because I've, I've been going back and I've been listening to all of the rare Sea of Thieves uh, Tavern Talk podcast episodes. No, and, we haven't had that in months. Yeah, it's it's actually been uh, over a year now since the last mm-hmm. one came out. The last one that came out was December of 2018. Um, so I I was so one of the things that I, I noticed about that was they were doing 
two videos uh like a week and and one of them was like uh, uh just kind of a an update around the studio and then another one was like a dive into stuff that's going on around the studio so mm-hmm. yeah one of the one of the things that i think joe mentioned in the dev update when they were talking about like this new schedule cadence for the for the videos is kind of getting back to that old feeling of like when we used to get to talk to different groups in rare about stuff that they're actually working on uh and and kind of getting some of those behind the scenes videos that i that i miss uh so much when when they kind of go in and talk to like the special effects artists about how they made devil's roar look and feel so cool with all the volcanic ash and all that good stuff um but with with this change, how are you as a as a YouTube st- or a mixer streamer and a YouTube content creator? How do you feel like you're going to uh, adapt to back to a time when you used to only have like Captain Bones on Twitter, the forums, the, the dark ages? Yeah. <laughs> It really, yeah. The the time before it was like a, was like a single screenshot, and it was like, all right, make a video off this. <laughs> I yeah. remember those. So, um, I think I, I think it's I think it's gonna be tricky. Um, I think for my own channel, I think I think I'll probably, and this is this is news, breaking news. This is this is probably what I'll be doing as well. Um, I'll probably be switching on to a bi-weekly video format for for TCN only because you know like like the peak the peak for TCN the peak for Sea of Thieves News the peak for everything for me and again I, I can only speak to, to to me I can't speak to other channels um, yeah. but the peak for me was running up to the game immediately after the game and then those big releases like that's that's when I see peak traffic and and you see it on Reddit you see it on Twitter that's when you have the most buzz about stuff definitely and um, I think I think I'm going to have to like switch over to that bi-weekly cadence, maybe the in-between weeks, you know, do more of the streaming, um, you know, just to, just to still be part of it. But as far as like putting out like an actual video uh, and for those people who have no idea, you know, like how much time goes into a video, like you could spend hours and legitimately hours on a, on a two minute video uh, or a three minute video. And it just yeah. kind of grows exponentially. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the that's one of the main reasons why I just have not taken that plunge into YouTube. One, one because I, I've the more ads they stick in YouTube videos, the more I, I hate myself for for um, just mindlessly letting them play. And before I know it, I've been watching like two ads for the last ten minutes, and I'm like, wait, what? That I was watching a video. Where's the yeah. skip ad? Uh, yeah, exactly. So, it's it's so, one of those things that. I, I think I'm gonna have to um, look. I think for for TCN, I'll probably I'll probably jump to a biweekly a biweekly schedule, and then just like the dev the the dev updates will be that much more meaningful. I think I want to do something similar where I have more time to you know spend on a video. Probably make them a little bit more um, chapter chapter based because in my mind, TCN has has always been uh, like a TV show kind of thing. Um, in yeah. my mind, like the way I, the way I kind of present it, the way I kind of close it out, the little breaks in between with like the little, you know, the logo pops up and then it just jumps to something else. It's always been very television like, like, like a TV show, um, format, if you will. It's always yeah. been like that. And I think I'm going to do more of that on a grander scale, but with, but with timestamps, like in my mind, I'm like, all right, maybe I'll spend, you know, 
this much time talking about this. If they don't care for that, then they can jump over to this. And yeah. I would I would let it be known within the video too. You know, they have clickable timestamps and they can jump around that way. Um, and it, that'll just allow me more time to to just spend on that video because there's a part of me that, you know, I, I don't want to say it's I don't want to say it's YouTube burnout because that is a real thing. And and you know, YouTubers mm -hmm. of all sizes kind of come across that. Um, but I don't want to make a video just because I have to make a video on a weekly basis when. When you know the the last update that's been out, it's been out for some time. How much more can you actually pull apart from that? Unless you purposely, you know, unless you purposely cut up the information and you just spread it out over, you know, three or four videos to last you the whole month. You could do that, um, but I, me personally, I don't want to do that. I don't want to take you know a whole update and be like, all right, I'm going to dedicate one video to this, dedicate another video to this aspect. Like for me, it's just much more like let's let's let's. You know, let's dive into it. Let's see what's going on. This is it. This is the big stuff. And and that's it. And if each update is going to get, you know, smaller and smaller uh, on the dev side in terms of like the, the weekly dev updates with like the information that's being trickled out, it kind of, you know, it kind of pushes, it kind of pushes, at least in my opinion, it kind of pushes me into a certain corner. Where it's like, all right, well, you don't want to make clickbaity stuff. You don't want to rehash old stuff, you know, yeah. um, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, there's a part of me that, that just says, you know, it's. Is the is the channel dying? No, it's still at a very healthy number. And you know, every every YouTuber loses subscribers and gains subscribers, and it just kind of you kind of just float around these numbers for a while. And mm -hmm. it's not until you see something big do you do you have a big push. Um, and then of course you'll you'll release a video and people are like, oh, I'm still subscribed to you, and they're like unsubscribe. They're like, oh god. Um, so it's just it's just uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh man, why do you still do this stuff? I'm like, because I do. That's I'm like, because yeah. I do. Too bad. There there's um I, I i really i love the the community that we have because it's definitely been something where um like with this game and going into monthly updates we always have something to kind of like latch on to every month uh, and and with rare doing what they're doing they're constantly releasing new stuff that's kind of adding a little bit more to the overarching story um yep. One of the things that I was talking with a couple friends and I got a couple comments on and then had some discussions on Twitter about, and this will kind of, kind of, I want to kind of round out the episode with this, but, uh, we have had a lot of people saying that there are still things that they, that they're desiring for rare to, to kind of put out there into, into the Sea of Thieves universe for us to have um, things like captaincy, things like shifting, uh, being able to change out ships in session, um, having having pets, pets finally came, uh, having different pets, things like that. And I wanted to uh, kind of see like, how do you feel with the shift that we've gone from having big updates to monthly updates do you think that the monthly updates are a, a positive influence or did you like it better back when we had like the big updates and and you know they could address like a lot of different things that that the the community wanted as well as their own stuff in like a big shrouded spoils or a big uh cursed uh sales or or devil's roar or do you kind of like this where we're getting smaller updates with more stuff to accomplish each month and then each month we're just getting like a little trickle of information and build up to the overarching flame heart story that we're in right now 
I oh man, this is a good one. Um, hmm, hmm. If I had to, if I had to be honest, nothing generated hype, nothing generated uh, generated excitement like the big updates, like the big monthly updates, mm-hmm. um, like or not monthly, is it? Yeah, I get well the big up, it was like the big campaign, yeah, the big ones. Yeah, like that. That for me was peak Sea of Thieves updates, and I understand that takes a lot of work. Um, on the devs part and you know in between in between each of those updates it was kind of you know quiet for the most part um and you had a couple of teases and i kind of appreciated that because it was more of like what you're saying with, with the community it was it was more like drive to try to uncover and, and you know like little teases here and there as to what was coming on that was cool um as far as the smaller updates right now on you know these these smaller scale updates with the commendations and stuff like that um i don't know I think they're adding, I think like the things that you see at, for example, like Reaper's hideout, I think that's really cool. Um, But I I, personally, I prefer the bigger updates. Personally, I prefer the bigger updates. There's more hype. There's more stuff to cover from a, from a creator standpoint. Um, Mm -hmm. The smaller updates, it just, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I fear and I don't think they're there yet, but that I fear that, you know, after a while, it's just, it's just more of the same, you know, and I've seen that. And the only reason I say that is because I've seen it with other games, right? So I, I fear that for, for Sea of Thieves in the long term, where in between, you know, in between these really, really big patches or whatever it might be, um, you just kind of have like these, these little things, little additions. Um, and after a while, it just kind of gets lost in the sauce, if you will, um, where, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just another thing. It's just another thing. And like people are like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm just waiting for the next big thing. Um, so it kind of gets overlooked. Um, so that's that's the one thing I fear for the game. Where uh, I think these I think these smaller updates are really good, um, and it, and it does give players like an incentive to play. It does give players an incentive to jump in and 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 do stuff. And I think that's awesome, right? Um, but I don't know. I, I I prefer those big updates, those big campaigns. Um, there's a part of me that wishes they would go back to that. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to to kind of bring that up because we've we've been in the thick of it from the beginning and we remember what it was like to have like uh the the Twitter header f- image pop up and right. it was just and like was, a, and that was a, your cheese. Yeah, it was just a it was a small pirate and he was just kind of like it you know there was this foreboding giant shadow of a megalodon underneath him and we were all trying to figure out like what the megalon megalodon would look like and stuff and then we got like the double eye image and stuff and those were were truly epic but at the rate of content that we're getting we're we're starting to see like a little bit of it where you know like the the sea of thieves website will start to have like ash or or like you know, embers little, like floating about yeah yeah little things like that kind of pop up um and and i and i wonder like we because we had like the big updates we always knew like okay big stuff is gonna hit then now it was like uh, oh gosh was it i want to say it was yeah november we got the uh the the newest tall tale not including like main's voyage and stuff but we mm. got the the seabound soul and the Seabone Soul was the first time we we had had the title screen change since the anniversary update, and yeah. it was like that. It, it was like that was that was cool. It was a smaller tall tale, and it wasn't as interactive as say like um, the 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 trickster uh, or the no, art the of the bomb, trickster. 
Art of the Trickster. Thank you. Uh, it wasn't something as intricate as like that, where you had to kind of use like a special spyglass to find the spots and then dig up the, the bomb and then take the bomb to a totally different island. It was just kind of, you know, follow around the story. And, and when you get to the end, you get this really epic cinematic style in-game event where you release the soul of Flameheart. And it, I, it was one of those things where I was sitting there thinking, I was like, this was really cool that it happened. It was really awesome to get it. But I didn't feel like that sense of hype that always preceded a big update when you knew it was coming because you you knew that they had like teased out like you know, we've got something little by little yeah yeah the forsaken shores was always like well what could the forsaken shores mean and it was like i don't know we'll figure it out when we get closer and then it was like what volcanoes right so, that was that was big and and yeah i, I know exactly what you're talking about i i miss those days i do miss those days um and you know the reveal at like E3 and stuff like that. And I understand that, like even from a from a company perspective, Microsoft does give priority to their first party platforms, which is you know rare and which is Sea of Thieves. Um, but I I don't know. I, I think I think the company has become a little bit more secretive with what they're doing right now. Um, yeah. In terms of updates and stuff like that, whereas in the past it was a lot more open, and that was awesome. I think they're still open. But not as open, and I think you see that with with you know the the cutback, <clears throat> excuse me, and the, the cutback in like the videos with the podcasts with um with just stuff, and you know I know I know that Rare is working on Everwild, I believe that's that's the name of yep. their other game. Um, so I wonder like how much of the how much of the studio has has shifted focus to the next big thing, like how many people are still working on Sea of Thieves, and I'm sure it's still a, a ton of people. Don't get me wrong. Um, cause rare yeah, employees, totally. uh, yeah, rare employees still a, a great amount of people, but like, I wonder legitimately like how many, you know, all hands on deck, you know, for lack of a better term are, are still on sea of thieves. And I, and I wonder if that's why we've seen, uh, uh like, a I guess, a, I don't want to say lack because it sounds like such a negative thing, but I'm, I'm wondering if that's why we've seen less, you know, cause it's like, they're mm -hmm. quietly working on stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. So like last question before we close out the, uh, the, this week's episode, um, captaincy, what is it? And should we still get it? What is captaincy to you? Uh, captaincy to me, uh, hmm, has to do with ship ownership. Um, uh, as far as, I mean, we've gone about a year and a half, uh, or more actually we're coming up on March. So we're, we're approaching the two year mark. Um, you'll probably, if I can, if I can make predictions for anniversary two, I think captaincy, something for pirate legends. I have no idea. This is me just rambling in my mind um, aloud at this point. Um, but captaincy for me has to do with ship ownership. But the thing is we've, we've grown so accustomed to having no owners that I don't know if it would still make sense at this point in time. I think that there should be some kind of ship naming element. I think that there should be, some kind of, um, you know, you've seen like those people do little mock-ups of like screenshots where someone's looking through a spyglass and you can see people's ships from a distance and the name mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But that could lead to problems too with like, you know, um, like griefing, like basically just following people around. Like I get it. Um, yeah. But I, at this point, I don't know if, I don't know if captaincy, because I don't, I, again, I don't know the extent of what captaincy could be. I mean, there might be something big that we're just overlooking. Um, mm -hmm. Like some really cool thing that you could do with it. But I don't know if captaincy is really what the game needs at this moment. Um, do I think it would be cool? Yeah, but we've grown so accustomed to not even touching it that, you know, it's like if you add in something like, well, ownership now, you know, crews have been playing 
I guess cooperative cooperatively for so long. It's like, do you really need an owner at this point in time? Yeah. Um, like, I, I, like again, unless captaincy brings something else to the element apart from just this is the person's ship and they have say over, I don't know, naming it or 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 uh, yeah, cosmetics for the ship. Like, I have no idea what what else like the ship could, or, or rather, the update of captaincy could be. I mean, does that does that do anything? Because Again, there's no roles in the game, and I think that's what I think that's what limits it. You know, I think there's no roles in the game. I don't I don't know what what assigning somebody a captain would actually do. Yeah, and and that's that's I I'm pretty pretty much aligned with what you're talking about. I've I've always kind of thought that captaincy was a cool prospect when it felt more like um like the there was going to be an importance to having the way your ship looked. And if it's one thing that I've realized with the way that Sea of Thieves has gone over the last year, almost two years now, is your ship looks however you want it. And, and mm-hmm. there's, there's, almost, there's almost no way to say, like, this ship is for someone who loves this. And this ship is for someone, like, back in the day, we, we did have, like, Order of Souls and Gold Hoarder yeah. and Merchant Alliance. And those were tied to reputation, similar to the way that um, the uh, Hunter's Call is and Sea Dogs is. But there's so many other better looking liveries out available that most people probably don't even bother with, you know, equipping the full Order of Souls uh, uh, liveries anymore. And, and they, they, yeah they're the original ones. So compared to the new stuff, that's all glowy and has all, all the emissives that you want, uh, and, and on it, it's, it doesn't feel like they really kind of have any, any prowess, uh, on the seas. Like you don't look at order of souls and you think, man, that guy's awesome. You're just like, Oh, he's got one of the, the old original ones and he's just kind of right. hopping back on it for whatever reason. All right, I was actually doing that too. I was actually running, um, I believe it was the Rogue Sea Dog set for a little while, um, just to kind of switch it up. Um, and it was kind of cool. I like, like, I like the color scheme. Uh, granted, I was mixing and matching a little bit, um, but it's 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 just another cosmetic, you know, that, that kind of just got lost in the sauce. And I keep saying that, um, <laughs> but it's just another cosmetic that kind of got lost in there because. We, we do have so many. And again, people are going to be attracted towards those shiny things, you know, the glowy things. I mean, you see it in like a lot of games, you know, MMOs. Yeah. You see it in me. You virtually see it in every game. Let's be honest. Like when people see shiny stuff, they're like, ooh, shiny. And that's what they want. Um, oh, yeah. Some people love it. Some people hate it, um, you know, for, for better or for worse. Um, I just don't know. I just don't know what, what captaincy at this point in time could bring to the game. And again, I'm probably, you know, we're, we're probably sitting here and there's there's probably some really cool like overarching thing for captaincy, but I, I'm just missing it right now. Um, I think, if, I think what, what's that? Oh, I, I think you're absolutely right. If someone has like the best idea for captaincy, I haven't seen it. And, and that's not for a lack of trying because I, I generally visit a lot of the places that most people share stuff. And I've seen really cool content out there uh whether it's 2d or 3d printed or or, you know Mm -hmm. like anything that you could possibly imagine uh but i have yet to see anyone really latch on to what 
captaincy could be that rare hasn't said it could be and presented like a, a good case for why it should be put into the into into the uh, development line to, why that should be something that's being worked on right now and yeah, when absolutely. when all said and done I think I would much rather have them go and just release all of the additional cosmetics for all of the different liveries as far as like the wheel capstan cannons. I would love for them to flesh out the rest of the pirate legend uh, equipment as well as like weapons and the Athena equipment and the Athena weapons um, and just kind of like really kind of round out round out the rest of the cosmetics as opposed to just giving us the the recolors right. that we have been getting right i think I, I and that's and that's exactly true i think i think their their efforts could be better focused on something else which they're probably doing to be honest but i think their efforts could be better focused on something else rather than just oh this person's captain i'm in my mind i'm like do you just put a little star next to their name do they just name the ship um yeah that's it you know, like I, I think they could be, they could be doing a lot more for the future of the game and for you know current, current uh, elements in the game, current systems in the game. They could be overhauled. They could be revamped in some way, shape, or form. Um, yeah, I think I think you know there, and, and I think they know that too. I think they know you know just naming a ship again, unless there's something else that, like you said, we're just uh, totally oblivious to right now. I think something like captaincy is. Is on there is on their list of things to do, but I don't know if it deserves priority right now. If that makes sense, you know, I don't know if that's, oh, if that's totally. the end all be all. You know, I don't yeah. know if that's like, oh, we need to do this as opposed to that. You know, like yeah. I, I can imagine there's, the there's dev update video, like just just having Joe sit down in front of the table and see. We're like, well, we really thought we were going to be able to get Flameheart out in time for the second anniversary, but due to a, a vocal group on Reddit, they really wanted captaincy, so we had to push out Flameheart another three months. People would probably lose their abandoned ship. Legitimately yeah. abandoned ship. Yeah. Um, but I think, so, I think that'd be in, in the game. <laughs> that'd be a mass exodus. Um, yeah, which probably, is scary, but that's how it works. Probably, probably not. Hopefully, not to that extent. Hopefully, most people would probably probably stick out with it. I'm sure the originals, the core, the core community would still still be around for sure, for sure. Um, well, that's that's gonna do it for this episode. Um, I Jay, thank you so much for for coming on. If you guys no, thank want you for to, having me. Oh man, it's it's. I I know we kind of. I've been I've been begging you for a month now. I think it was like the hundredth episode. It's, I think it. Yeah, I think it. I think it has been. I've just been so busy. I've been so sick, and even now I'm just like here push you know push <laughs> to, push the talk, and I'm just like coughing off off mic. I'm just like <laughs> hacking up lungs over here. Well, I <laughs> want you been, to. I've just been so. Yeah, I want you to feel better. I want you to be good. Uh, but your your opinion is worth so much to me that I, I really appreciate you taking some time to kind of uh, uh, no, sit man, down. Always, with me. I'm I'm always down to talk. I'm always down to talk, and and it's cool because I don't always get to do these things like in my own YouTube videos. I mean, my like I said, my own YouTube videos are like highlights of this or you know speculation or that. I don't really have time to just kind of talk you know i don't have really i don't really have time to just ramble about things and, and engage on a on a one-to-one -one basis like this so i always love coming on and just rambling about you know things that might otherwise not fit on tcn 
Yeah. Well, you're always welcome. And, and I definitely expect to have you back on, uh, any, any time that you want or any time I can, I can bug you and give you enough heads up, uh, where we can schedule it out and stuff. Absolutely. Call me, call me back for, call me back for, for March's update. So I could sit there and be like, they didn't throw in captaincy. How dare they? (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Definitely. We'll have to get together and and kind of talk about all the things that we're uh, excited for and, and, and hoping that they put in. Uh, and I think that's going to do it. If you enjoyed the show, and I really hope that you did, please feel free to head over to the show notes. I'm going to have all the links to find Captain J from the Crow's Nest in the show notes, as well as all of the contact information for myself as well. And next week, we're going to be kind of doing some more uh, diving into Sea of Thieves and seeing what's going on with the community. I know recently there's been some really awesome uh, competitions going on, like Race of the Legends and Sea of Champions and stuff. So we'll see what comes up during this week and if we get any interesting videos from rare and we're starting to get closer to what the next update's going to be and we're going to find out what is going to be following the legends of the sea as we get closer and closer to that next anniversary update pirates thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed it uh and with that thank you i love you and i look forward to sailing with you on the sea of thieves <laughs>